Hi, everyone. It's the podcast Sled Dogs, Cold Toes, and a Gal from Texas. And I have to say that this week, the cold toes part is highly accurate. The temperature here has dropped into the single digits and even a little bit into the negatives. So it's been a bit of an adjustment. But between wearing all kinds of layers and then just working in the dog yard and um, staying warm that way, it hasn't actually been as bad as I thought it was going to be. So I hope that means I'm getting used to it. I had two weather-related fiascos recently. First one was when I went home for Thanksgiving back to Houston. I was gone for a week, and I left my car at the Duluth airport because that's where I flew in and out of. And while I was gone, there was this huge snowstorm in Duluth, and and everything was you know chaos. And so when I got back, I got to my car at the Duluth airport, and it was like covered halfway up up to the you know halfway up my car was covered in snow. And luckily, Sherry saved the day because before I left. To drive to Duluth a week earlier, she had made sure that I, I had a shovel and a ice scraper in my car, so I was able to dig it out. But I did freak out a little bit at first when I saw just how much snow there was piled up around my car, um, and it, it took a while. But luckily, after a, a little digging and a few tries, it came out of the snow. And the second, which is even was even worse, the second fiasco was when I was driving near Frank's house about a week after I got back, and my car just like slid off the road into a ditch. And so I, you know, didn't know what to do. And it was completely stuck. And I was just struck by how many people passed by and wanted to help, even if their cars were not big enough to pull me out. They were just very encouraging. And they asked if I needed anything. And luckily, somebody was able to go get one of Frank's neighbors, because Frank was out on a run with the dog. So I couldn't call him. But um, one of Frank's neighbors came with with a huge truck and a chain and they were able to just pull my car right out on the first try. So, but everybody was so nice and I just thought it was so wonderful. I guess that's a little bit of the small town life where people just help each other out. But yeah, I learned my lesson. I will be driving slower and a little more cautiously. And according to everyone I've talked to, it's just something that happens. Everybody does it. And I am trying not to be too embarrassed about it, but it was definitely an indication that I probably need to practice driving in snow a little bit better. So this podcast is about sled dogs, and I realize I haven't even really talked a lot about what it is that I do as a sled dog handler in the dog yard every day. The first thing is um, keeping the dog yard clean, and that mainly involves a lot of scooping of poop. 40 dogs produces about as much poop as you probably imagine. It's quite a bit, so it requires multiple rounds throughout the day of taking a shovel and a bucket and just collecting the poop and then dumping it in an area, you know, off away from the dog yard. So that's the number one thing. And then also, now that it's getting colder, each dog has a house, like a little... Most of them, it's like a, I think it's like a 50-gallon plastic drum with a hole cut in the side that they can come in and out of. And, you know, when it gets cold, they like to go inside the house because it's warm. And we put straw or hay inside the house, and that helps keep them warm. It gives them like a little comfortable bed to sleep on, and then they can sort of burrow into the hay to make a little nest. And the hay gets pretty padded down, and sometimes it gets wet from snow, so changing out, taking out the wet straw, putting in fresh dry straw. And sometimes some of the dogs like Dandelion, who I love, but he's a little bit crazy. He will pull all the the hay out of his house. And so you have to check to make sure that he hasn't, you know, that he has enough hay. And usually he starts pulling it out 
as soon as you put new hay in. And so you kind of have to watch them a little. So those are the two main things. Strawing takes quite a bit of time, especially when after it snowed and there's like a lot of wet straw. And then the last thing that I've done so far is I usually help Frank hook up and unhook the dogs when he's going for a run. So putting a harness on the dog and then bringing them over to the gang line, which is attached to the sled or the snowmobile, and then hooking them up to that, kind of helping them get going once Frank's ready to go. And then doing the opposite when when they get back. And I remember when I first got here and I started learning how to harness and hook up dogs, I thought it was the hardest thing I've done physically because the dogs are going crazy and they're a lot of them aren't, you know, cooperative and they um, they pull and yank all over the place when you're trying to <laughs> when you're trying to hook them up. But I've gotten so much more comfortable with it. And I feel like the dogs they are getting tired because of being on a lot of training runs. But I also think that a little bit of it is just my being more confident with them and letting them know who the boss is. And so um, that's gotten a lot easier. I was just thinking about that the last couple of days. So yeah, and other than that, I mean, I've helped Frank a little bit with maintaining the trail, um, just grooming the trails after it snows, and making sure that there's um, no branches hanging down that could hit Frank in the face or hit one of the dogs, and then smoothing out the snow a little bit so the trail's smoother for when they run. And besides those responsibilities, I haven't really been on a sled yet. I have taken a small team of the older dogs out on an ATV before there was a lot of snow, just to give them some exercise and kind of get them short little runs in a couple times a week. But I haven't tried the sled yet. I'm hoping that in the next couple of weeks here, I can try it. It just looks really difficult, but also really fun. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Hopefully Frank and I can, can find some time to do that, especially with the older dogs and maybe a smaller team. So I will keep everybody updated on that. What else? Oh, the puppies are doing so good. They've opened their eyes now, so that's super cute. They're also making all kinds of funny noises. They make these cute little squeaks, and, and sometimes it looks like they're trying to howl like a wolf, which the older dogs in the dog yard do. And they also, they can hold themselves up a little bit. Like, they can't really walk, but... Um, but they can hold themselves up and take a few steps and, and they're starting to play with each other. So they're biting each other and, you know, rolling all over the place. And, and they're just, they're so wonderful that it's just, it's been great having them. I feel like they are a huge distraction, but in a good way, I feel like 50 times a day, I have to stop what I'm doing and just go check on them and play with them and, and just spend some time with them. So they're, they're just wonderful. This has been Sled Dogs, Cold Toes, and a Gal from Texas, an original WTIP podcast production. Stay tuned for the next segment airing every Friday morning on North Shore Community Radio and online at WTIP.org.